Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on a mission to empower nurses to build meaningful careers and change nursing culture along the way. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all of the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe that it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. What is up, guys? Welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. This week, we are chatting about a topic that I think is going to be super helpful for a lot of you if you are in a relationship of some sort. This is one that you could share with that person, or maybe you are in love with a healthcare worker and want to better understand it. So we are chatting about what to expect if you are in a relationship with a healthcare worker. Now, of course, if you yourself are the healthcare worker in the relationship, this episode will still be helpful for you because it's going to give you perspective for what your partner might be feeling and the misconceptions or misunderstandings that may happen between the two of you because of their lack of understanding for your profession and its impact on a relationship. So this is going to be helpful regardless of which side of this you're on. But I want to talk about this because I get this question often. I am married We are in no ways a perfect couple. We don't have it all figured out. But we have talked about this frequently enough that I kind of talk to my husband. I've talked to other people in relationships to compile a list of things that are important to keep in mind if you are in love with someone who's a nurse or a healthcare worker. Okay, first thing, we have weird ass hours. Our schedules change constantly. There are different areas of nursing that have different hours altogether. There are different days that we're working. We may work different shifts. It can be all over the place depending on where you're working. So it is not just a simple nine to five. For a lot of us, we are in a relationship with someone who may have a normal, quote unquote, normal office job where they do work those classic 40 hours a week, Monday through Friday, eight or nine to 5 p.m. and they're done with their jobs. For us... We may work a Monday overnight shift for 12 hours and then we work again on Friday and Saturday and they're both overnight. We may work a mid shift on one of the days and then a night shift or a day shift on other days. It can be all over the place. It's never the same week to week. We usually don't work the same days every single week. It changes drastically. We share weekends, some holidays we're going to be working. Our schedules are incredibly unique. And it's important for those in relationship to understand that and not expect that we can just change it because that is a hard piece of this is especially if you have a family or if you're in a newer relationship, it can feel very difficult to have a relationship with a nurse because it feels like they're not available for you or it feels like you never know what their schedule is going to be. It's too unpredictable. Um, And that can be really challenging on both sides for both of you to really understand. So it's important that you sit down and have a conversation about the schedule so that you know what to expect. Share your schedules with each other. Try and plan time around that nurses or healthcare worker schedule. If you are two nurses or healthcare workers in a relationship, you at least understand where the other person's coming from, but you're going to have extra challenges when it comes to scheduling. But it's important for you to communicate that and know what to expect. 
So if you are in love with a nurse, know that those hours are not going to be normal. They're going to be all over the place. There's going to be different shifts depending on where they work. They could work 40 hours a week, nine to five. They could work four 10-hour shifts. They could work mid-shift. They could work day shift, night shift, 12-hour shifts, part-time, per diem. They could be travel nursing. Huge variety. This is not one size fits all. So know that those hours are going to be different. Number two, this job comes with trauma. And I think this one is humongous for us to talk about because it's a trauma that a lot of us as healthcare workers are not very good at speaking about. It becomes so normalized and we become desensitized to everything that we experience. We internalize that trauma. And sometimes it can come out on the people that we love the most if we don't face it. And I know that trauma is a really strong word to use. And I think a lot of us shy away from using that term when it comes to our jobs. But as nurses, we watch people die. Sometimes we almost help them along the way if we're transitioning to comfort care and we're giving a bunch of morphine, if we're extubating to comfort. Like sometimes we're playing a role. We can make mistakes that lead people into death. Like it is such an extreme job nursing in general, we have people's lives in our hands day in, day out. We have very sick people's lives in our hands. Any mistake can cost them their life. Anything that we don't notice, um, we have to be on all the time when we're at work. There's no easy days. So that carries so much stress and so much trauma with it. With the past pandemic that we just went through, if you were a nurse during 2020 or 2021, you have experienced trauma. That's it. So if you are in love with a nurse who is working basically anywhere in a hospital or anything else, know that they have really dark experiences that they have to carry every day. They may not always want to talk about it, but also they're going to need your support. They need you to understand that their job is incredibly hard, that this has so much pressure. You can't just tell them to not worry about it to take it easy. It's no big deal. Don't worry about your job so much. You're always coming home so anxious and worried. Like why? It's just a job. This job is unique. It's not just a job. We cannot go into our jobs without being on our A game because we have people's lives in our hands day in and day out. For 12 hours at a time, we have to keep humans alive. That is an incredible burden. For a lot of us, we felt a calling into this space and we're proud to do what we do, but that doesn't mean that we aren't stressed or traumatized along the way. We make deep connections with our patients and sometimes we lose those same patients. That is a traumatic experience to watch someone die. It's not one that most people ever have to deal with. We do it all the time. So know that there's unique trauma, there's unique experiences and unique uniquely difficult things that we are going to go through as nurses. And what we need from you is support. We need you to listen when we want to vent about it and also understand when we don't want to talk about it. And don't tell us to calm down or take it easy or not worry about it because that's just not how this works. So make sure that you're being cautious about using those types of terms that kind of dismiss your emotional response to something. Number three, we have really dark humor. We may pull out some jokes that might feel inappropriate at times, morbid at times, uh, heartless at times. There may be times where our jokes don't land with you, and that's okay. 
for the most part, we use that dark humor with other people who understand this field. I know a lot of nurses are a little bit cautious about the jokes they bring home. But know that dark humor is going to be a very deep part of your relationship with us. We are going to make jokes that kind of cross the line sometimes. And know that that's we still love people. We still love you. We still have a heart of gold. But to cope with everything that we experience, to cope with all the trauma that I just told you about, we need to laugh about it. We need to connect with people who understand what we just went through. We have to get through it that way. For a lot of us, it's a coping mechanism. But we have real dark humors. We have seen more penises and vaginas than most people ever do in their whole lives. And that does something to you. Seeing people in that in that way all the time, seeing as many naked bodies as we do day in, day out, changes your psyche a little bit. So we're all a little bit wild and we all have a little bit of a dark humor. So know that that's part of this job. Just go with it and try not to be offended. Those are the two key things if you are in love with someone who is in healthcare. Number four, it is not easy to plan ahead with a nurse or healthcare worker. So this kind of goes back to that schedule piece, but I wanted to kind of pull it out because it's important to remind you of if you are in relationship with someone in the space. It's not always easy to plan ahead. We have very specific ways that we can put in requests for time off. We only have a limited amount of time off. We may have to adjust our schedule to get a week off at a time. If we're doing 312s, we can kind of play with it, but it's not always easy for us to do so. So again, this is all about communication. If you are with someone who is in the space, sit down with them, talk about their schedule and plan ahead. If you want to go on a trip with your loved one, make sure that you tell them, I don't know, six months beforehand, depending on where they work. They'll know the time frame where they need to put requests in and when their schedules come out. So work with them and make sure that you're just planning ahead and kind of always planting those seeds so that you know, hey, in June, I'd really love to go to the beach with you. Let's plan a weekend. So that it's on their mind and they can put in those requests because that's the best way for that to actually happen. So know that you really got to be a little bit more of a planner than you might be. You may always love to be spontaneous, but if you're with a healthcare worker, that's not always the best method. You may be disappointed more than you're not. So plan ahead as much as possible so that you can schedule those vacations and make sure that you're still doing the things that you love together and making that quality time because that's really important. You have to make time for your connection with your partner in general. This is true for everyone, but with a nurse or a healthcare worker, you have to be a little bit more intentional about making time for that quality time together. And then number five, you will never truly understand and that's okay. I put this one in here because I know that this can be a hard one for both sides. It can be really hard as a nurse to experience all the things that we do at work and go home and try and vent to our partner just to have them really not get it, not get why it was so hard, what we just went through, the pressure that we just experienced. It can also be really difficult because on both sides of the spectrum. We also may struggle to understand you. So sometimes we're going to come home and we're going to tell you about our day and you're going to tell us about your hard day. You're going to tell us about, you know, I had this meeting and it was so frustrating. I just had such a stressful day. My boss is really getting on me about this spreadsheet that I'm making and I am just so stressed. And for some of us, 
This is something we both need to work on. But in our heads, we may be thinking, you have no idea what stress is. Let me just break this down a little bit. Both parties, the nurse and the non-nurse in a relationship, or if you have two nurses, then maybe you'll understand each other a little bit better, but the nurse and the non-nurse in a relationship, you both need to know that it's not a competition. It is not about the comparison. It's not about who had the more stressful day. And I'm not going to lie to you, this is not easy. I am coming from the healthcare worker perspective, and I know I have to really catch myself when it comes to these scenarios. I come home sometimes and maybe I've zipped up three different body bags that day. I come home and my husband tells me about his really, really stressful day and that work was so hard. And in my head, I just have a hard time empathizing. I have a hard time feeling bad for him and his stressful day because I just feel like you have no idea what this feels like. And sometimes I'm sharing what I just went through And it just doesn't feel like he gets it. Like that can be such a frustrating place to be. But you have to be careful that you're not comparing. Because that's what's happening there. Is you're like, you don't even know what stress is. How dare you complain about your day when it was so easy compared to mine? Like that's what goes through your head. And for them on their side, they may just not understand what you do day in, day out. And so for them, they're just like, well, why are you so stressed about this? It's not a big deal. I want to tell you about my day and it seems like you don't even want to listen to me. Like that can cause such a rift between you. So know that you may never under truly understand what the other person has gone through, both of you, and that that is okay. It's not a competition. It's not about who had the harder day. It's also not about who makes more for what they do. Like that has been a difficult thing for me as well. At times I really have to catch myself because my husband makes more than I do. And sometimes it's really hard for me to hear that and see the people in the space where he works make so much money compared and have to think, I literally keep people alive. I literally save people's lives. I literally did compressions today like, and brought a person back to life. Like, And I can't get paid that much. I can't get paid the amount that you do. This is ridiculous. You can go down such a dark place if you start thinking about that, if you start spiraling in that way. So know that it's not a competition in any way. You both probably are never truly going to understand the other person's careers. But what it's about is that you listen to each other. You allow the other person to vent. You empathize with them as a loved one. You support them as best that you can. And they're going to do the same for you if you just have that mutual respect. You have to respect each other and respect each other's careers because it's not a competition. And then the last piece I want to touch on, if you are in love with a healthcare worker, you have to be knowledgeable about burnout. You have to know what that looks like and you have to be able to recognize the signs because that's the best way you're going to catch it. That's the best way you're going to support your loved one and they need you because for a lot of us, we get burnt out and we don't even realize it's happening. It takes our loved ones. And this is true for a lot of mental health struggles in general. It takes our loved ones to observe from the outside and see that something's going on. So I'm just going to remind you of some of these signs of burnout. If you're listening and you're unfamiliar, keep an eye out for things like your partner constantly dreading going to work. They tell you they're on their way to work, they're crying, or they're telling you about how they hate their job constantly every single day. You tell them you you should just look for another job, but they don't do it. They're just dreading it so much. That can be a red flag. 
Second thing, they stop doing the things they love. This is true for depression too. So if they stop doing the things they love, it's a red flag for something. And oftentimes it can be burnout or it could be depression, but both of those need to be addressed and they need more support. So if they stop doing what they love, that's a red flag. The third thing is if you see some health issues start to pop up for them that weren't there before, that can be concerning. And then if you see more and more frequent mood swings, um, if they come home and they don't have any patience for you, lots of mood swings, lots of anger, that should be a red flag as well. So look out for those things if that is a new change for them. So if they're dreading going to work all the time, complaining about it constantly, they're crying on their way to work, lots of anxiety, they stop doing the things they love, they're having new health issues or they're having mood swings, those can be easy things for you to watch for. If you see them happening, you need to have a conversation with your loved one, connect with them, hear them out, give them that support. They need your support during this time if they are experiencing burnout. Support is the, is the biggest thing that you can give them. Maybe they need more resources and you can help them find those things. But sometimes just recognizing, recognizing that it's happening is the best thing that you can do for them because they may be blind to it. We live with ourselves every day. And so sometimes it's hard to notice the changes that are happening. They need your support. They need your help. If they're burning out, maybe they need to find a different job. Maybe they need to lean on you a little bit more. Maybe they need some help from a professional, some therapy that you could help them maybe find a good resource for themselves, your encouragement. They need you. But it's really important that you're able to recognize those things because that's going to be what saves them. Okay, I could probably continue on this list for like two hours, but I want to keep this short and sweet so that it's digestible for you. If there are other things that you find are important to consider, if you're in a relationship with a healthcare worker, please share them with me and I'll share them with the group because that's the best way for us to keep doing our jobs, but also keep our relationships strong because so many nurses and healthcare workers lose their relationships to this job. There's a lot of divorce. There's a lot of breakups. There's a lot of heartbreak because this job is not an easy thing to have in general. And it's also not easy to be in a relationship with someone with a job like this because it's kind of complicated and it can be kind of messy and hard. So just to recap really quick, we have really weird hours. Know that our schedule is not going to be quote unquote normal. Number two, we're going to have a lot of trauma that we experience and we need your support through that. Know that this job is not easy. And try not to belittle our feelings when it comes to what we've experienced. Number three, we're going to have really weird dark humor. (laughs) Sometimes it may feel inappropriate, offensive. Just know that it's not personal. It's not that we are horrible human beings. It's our way to cope with this job. Number four, it's not always going to be easy for you to plan ahead. So make sure that you really think about vacations you want to go on and communicate with your partner so that you guys can figure out how that's going to work best for you. Number five, know that you will never truly understand what we do and that's okay. And know that we also might need help understanding what you do and having that empathy and mutual respect. We got to work together to make that happen. Better communication is always the key. And then lastly, be able to recognize if your partner is getting burnt out in in this profession because it is extremely common but we need support if that happens. So being able to recognize it is the first step and then giving us the support that we need to get through that is also extremely important and we need you for that. If you are in love with a nurse or a healthcare worker, know that you are in really good company. You've picked a really good person to have on your side. 
I know that all of this sounds like red flags and like terrifying stuff, but you've picked a person who is devoting their lives to helping other people. So they're going to be an incredible person to be in a relationship with. They're going to be an incredible partner, an incredible parent, if that is what you would like for your future, an incredible dog mom, um, an incredible homeowner. Like they care about the world. They care about other people. And so they're going to care about you. So you've really struck gold. You just need to know that there are some challenges that you're going to experience just like you would with anyone else. But you've picked a really good one. So if you're in a relationship with a nurse, you're doing pretty good for yourself. But we definitely need your support too. So if you are not a nurse and you're listening to this because you love a nurse, you're an awesome partner. You are taking the time to learn a little bit more about how to be in a relationship with them in a better way. And that is really powerful. So I'm really glad to have you here. I'm really glad that you listened. Um, And I hope that it was helpful for you. If you have any questions or if you are a nurse and you want to add to this list, please let me know. But definitely share this with people who are in a relationship with a nurse so they know a little bit more about what to expect and what we need from them in relationship. Before I let you go really, really quick, it is Monday. If you're listening to this in real time, it is Monday, October 17th, and we have kicked off our totally free challenge that starts today. It is the 75 Simplified Challenge. It is a challenge designed to bring us through the last 75 days of the year, building sustainable habits, reaching our goals, and building it within a community with extra accountability so that we enter the new year on fire, so that we enter the new year 12 steps ahead instead of feeling behind. This is really about healing your relationship with food, body, and exercise so that you can build this into a lifestyle so that it's not yo-yo dieting, not fad diets, not an on on the wagon, off the wagon type deal so that we can really finally reach our goals in a way that's going to last. That is the intention here. And it's really to simplify nutrition and fitness and mental health because it doesn't have to be as complicated as the world makes it out to be sometimes. This challenge, like I said, totally free. If you are interested, I will have the link down in the show notes, but you can also always just send me a message on Instagram and I'm happy to connect you. Or you can follow the link in my bio on Instagram and hop on over. You have nothing to lose except for maybe some weight and gain some muscle. Like if we do this right and maybe lose some stress, that is the intention amongst a community of like-minded people. If you join, you'll be jumping into a totally free Facebook group where I'll have weekly lives where we chat and connect, where I can answer any questions, where I'll share resources and support, recipes, workouts, mental health support, all of the things I'll be able to share with you in that space. So I really hope to see you there. I think this is a really great way for us to end the year. I am so excited to have you there. So if you have not already, just jump on over. Like I said, nothing to lose. It's just joining a free Facebook group and getting some free resources. So I think it's worth it. I hope that you guys found this episode helpful. I hope you have an incredible week and I hope to see you in 75 Simplified. I think it's going to be really awesome. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.